Fanyolian, welcome. Yes, a true Fanyolian, welcome indeed. It is I, Gomez, and I'm joined by my co-host, Janky. What it is. Exactly, and what the hell are we talking about today? Well, of course, all cards. The whole set is out of the new set of the... Um, Underworlds, I can't remember what the hell it's called right now, something of the Underworlds, Rise of the Underworlds, and we're also going to be going through the patch notes that they gave us, which is an extensive amount of point, which are, of uh, things, so we are going to be diving in, we're not going to go through every single card in the set, but we'll be going through some of our favourites and like uh, our faults and such, as well as patching on, or, or touching on the patch notes and that, so... Um, yeah, it was a good one, wasn't it, Jackie? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, yes, yeah, it is. Yes, um, there, there is. Um, I, I really like uh, in the digital card game world that you can do certain things that doesn't isn't really possible in paper. And um, Lurk specifically is like a mechanic that would not really be logistically possible in paper, and it's just a really cool way of looking at an aggro mid range shell. Uh, yeah. I, I love I love the concept of the deck archetypes they're trying to push in this set. Yes, no, definitely they've 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 definitely made it so it's going to be a lot more varied in terms of what we're going to see at this moment. Like, at least it feels that way, especially with some of like the other cards. Like not even just talking about champion cards. Some of the and obviously not the new uh, keyword lurk. Some of the other cards that they've put in here. A very interesting, like, so I'm, I'm just going to go off the bat with one of the ones that I find the most interesting. Obviously, we'll go over the champions, but field promotion. When mm. I saw field promotion, I was like, you can't print that. <laughs> 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 so for anyone who doesn't know, field, like, field promotion is a new card in Demacia. Two mana burst speed. Uh, the next time you play a unit this round, grant it. Grant bear in mind grant scout mm -hmm. and it is now an elite which does mean a few things <laughs> number one a unit with scout especially like any kind of champion like so obviously like some of the ones which people have been battling around the place so timo getting, getting to go like timo actually becoming a scout I'll scout ahead, but actually this time. <laughs> exactly. Putting in more shrooms or doubling more shrooms even more so. Anything with over like Darius. Imagine Darius leveling himself up and then going forward again. Battery like, ram? Uh, in battery the same, ram. The, like the, the beardy man. Like, you know, the oh, wow, yeah. The, the beardy man. Marauders. Even the card which is in... Um, which is Damascus itself, which is the I can't remember what it's called because it never gets played. The one when it yeah, attacks, the, it gets plus two, plus two every single time it attacks. Um, yeah. But also, would you like you know just like any any kind of thing with overwhelm or just like some crazy abilities? Like my my mind was going through like even Vi, the ability of Vi going forward twice if she's leveled up and just being able to grab two things and doing that damage. But also the fact. That it is now an elite. So it says the next time you play uh, with you this round, give it scout. It is now an elite. What I want to know is the synergy on the bladesmith, whereby does it count it immediately? Because obviously it's next time you play, granted this and it's that. So will he give the buff? I think that? it would be enormously strange if it didn't. <laughs> Given there's like three cards in the entire so well. There's like four cards, right, that care about whether or not you've played an elite. There's From yeah. the Fallen, there's uh, Cythria 2, the new 3-6 with Scout, and the um, Battle Master, or he's called the Blade Master. That's there four is also, cards. Isn't there like another one which is like Summon 2, Blade, Summon 2, like, 
what's their faces and give, give all the leads plus one plus one plus one yeah yeah uh, I I'm, say, I'm saying there's there's four cards in the game that would care about the it it being an elite as it enters okay, I, would, yeah, I think right, it would yeah. be very strange if it didn't work that way yes like it, 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 would be, it, it would be really disappointing if it didn't count. Uh, <laughs> oh, God damn it! Yeah, yeah um, the the elite tag would start looking a lot worse. Uh, mm. But no, the 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 card like is actually nuts. It, like, no word of a lie. Uh, my flatmate, uh, my brand new flatmate. I talked to you yes. from a, a, a brand new location, folks. Uh, but my, my 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 flatmate was um, talking to me like two days prior to this being spoiled about how he just wants there to be a card that says Grant Scout. Uh, and all of the shenanigans that that would involve. Right. <laughs> and um, uh, and yeah, no, it's um, he, he's he's right, you know. Yes, uh, exactly. This, is. Uh, there's 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 a lot of things that are implied by this, um, and yeah, the, the, I I, th I think the first thing I am going to try is probably uh, Ataka, the new guy, Atakan. Yeah, just just because if if I'm going to be spending ten mana on a really like useless stupid play, then I would I might as well go the distance and spend twelve mana. I mean, you might as well, yeah, yeah. Uh, which Atakin? What do you think of Atakin? See, to me, he is Noxus's. Which he is Noxus's um, what's his face card, uh, like Matron to card, right? That, right, that, yeah, yeah. That, that is like it, it seems like they're trying to give every single region now. Uh, uh, you get the matron, you get the matron, <laughs> you also get a matron target in terms of something because obviously, um, paying 10 mana is a lot for this guy, but his power, his, his ability is amazing. But to use matron on your attack turn to be able to then go forward because it is when he attacks, he increases his power and it's obviously an overwhelm. So already with matron. He's going to be going out on turn eight, like a potentially if it's your attack turn on turn eight, and immediately getting plus six at least onto that stat from the matron. So yeah. it depends what else you've got on the board at that time. But yeah, no, I I really like I I really like the card because it's such a it's such a you know that if that drops during the game, like immediately I guess also you can say the same about Farron, but Farron doesn't have like you know the twelve health stat. Like Farron can still people still prepare for Farron in like yeah. you know like I can at least like oh, make sure I've got a thermal beam or I can make sure like that like I mean it's like it's harder to prepare for for twelve like yeah that's uh, that's health. a rough number. You're not yeah. really burning this guy down. No, uh, <laughs> I. I really like the design space of, like, I really, no, I just, just, this set is just so perfect when it comes to its random epics, right? So, um, yeah. pretty much every set, they, they, um, they splash random cards into the, um, the sets that aren't getting the direct sunlight, that aren't getting, like, much love. So we've got no, we haven't got a Noxian champion, but we're getting really interesting Noxian cards, and the same goes for all of the other regions that aren't getting direct, like, champions this set. Yeah. And, they are always the most interesting cards of the set, like without fail. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I I really like the big dumb idiot ten cost. Like uh, I I like she who wanders. I like Cythria of the clouds. I like Atakin. Yeah, I mean they it, they do such a nice job with those figures because they do feel like they are gonna be at that stage in the game. If that drops, you know your opponent is gonna be like fuck. <sighs> unless 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 they've got an answer to that like there and then because obviously it depends on the board state at that time but if your opponent's not got an answer then they they know 
it's like crap 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 this is this is i'm done <laughs> that, that's another thing about digital board games as well is that they can give character to these cards that are enormous right so yeah uh it like if you play an eldrazi or an egyptian god card in uh in paper it doesn't hit the same way as a card like screaming as it enters the battlefield and like having animations when it attacks and such. So I'm excited to actually play with this card and hear the bringer of ruin say things. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know that you love what you call it, old uh, Farron with the I'll end this! We know that you love that voice line, so we'll see whether or not what voice line this guy has when he drops onto the field. Speaking of that stupid, like a crazy 10 mana cards, let's mm. face it, Gomez is happy for glorious evolution. <laughs> Would you believe me if I told you that this is where is where I've been putting most of my theory crafting and like most of my attention for really? the, for for the ladder and competitive play. This is where I've been focusing my attention and tuning a deck. This surprises me honestly. That surprises me that you choose that card. Uh, I, I, you like you you go first because this this card was obviously made for you. But I'll, I'll explain what my plan is. My devious plan. I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. But yeah, so glorious evolution is a ten mana slow speed, which is yeah. when. when your cards cost one... So basically, it, it um, makes all of your cards cost one less to have augment, um, are, create, which could, are created by Fibbage and now are tech. So they are created by this card, meaning that the fact that they've all been given augment, when you're playing another card, it should be... Because technically, every single card is now a created card, as well as the fact that they are uh, costing one less. But they are also tech... Which means they should synergize with Hyma, and the gloriousness of this should also mean every single card now synergizes with Adaptatron. In mm -hmm. terms of anything that's got keywords, it's going to be giving it to Adaptatron. Adaptatron's going to be giving it to everything that drops, like anything that gets put on them is going to be given it. And although it's a lot of mana to pay, it's 10 mana for basically do nothing unless you've got like a couple of one mana cards in your hand that are now going to cost zero. Like it's, it's one of those cards whereby it costs a lot, but you can get so much from it. And there's potential for like some of the things that immediately came to my mind were Targon's peak and a fairly odd buff deck. Like it was uh, sort of fairly odd ramp deck. It was like a ramp my way up to this quickly or to Targon's peak my way into into this quickly. Like there's there's so many different things that I want to be doing with this card. This is so fun for me. Targon's see. glorious evolution. I like Every the idea of just completely giving in to like RNG and chaos. And, oh yes. Uh... Oh yes. <laughs> that's that's what Gophers does best. But I'd love to I, and obviously this should mean because see the thing of it is the one that I'm looking at here on on uh, Mobile X, I'll just quickly got up the thing on Mobile X. The one on Mobile X doesn't actually say the same as the other thing, which the other thing yes. says, because um, the other one says every everywhere, which everywhere is important. The fact that that's not on this card, I'm hoping that the everywhere, because that should theoretically mean if it's cards everywhere cost one less, it should mean any card you create after the fact should still cost one less and have these things. But mm. it's it's whether or not that is what that card does because obviously um, that then implies that cards such as Stalker, like uh, what's his face, the one in Shadow Isles, when you um, make a, the ephemeral one that can't block, but when you make a cop, like when you play something on Nightfall, you get another one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The potential of that is if it means that the copied of the the next one is also one less, 
it then means that if you've got Victor on the board, just one Victor, technically they cost zero. And if mm-hmm. every single one of the, like, if everything on your board has got augment, you should theoretically be able to buff up the entire board in an endless loop. But do not hold people hostage on the ladder, people. Just do yeah, what you, you need to you do. You actually can't anymore. They, they oh, removed the ability to... Fantastic. I'm glad hostage. that they did, because that was just bullshitty move. Like, you know, that's yeah. basically like having a chessboard and putting a cardboard box over your opponent's side and saying, yeah. you can't play with this anymore. This is now my game. Um, yeah. but... uh, if, if you perform yeah. the same action, I think it's like 20 times in a row, then yeah. your end turn button clicks itself. Yeah, so that's the thing. Just make sure that you get those things up to uh, a nice attack and then go forward with everything. Because let's face it, you're going to be doing like a, a big hit for that. But that's what, those are my things. But I'd love to hear your plans. So, yes, are you familiar with Swim's uh, Storm deck that he was playing all throughout the season of Plunder? With um, the seven cost with Plunder or whatever that's called? The the singer? Right, the, uh, the, uh, the, yes, the, which, the soloist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Soloist on 7 requires you to have some way of dealing damage to the enemy Nexus. Yes. Uh, and also doesn't reduce the cost of your spells, which are huge limitations. Instead of needing to deal damage to your opponent's face, uh, this requires you to have 3 bank spell mana. It is susceptible to deny and doesn't come with a body, but I don't think deny is something that you really need to worry about, especially in the early days of a meta. Right. So, my plan is um, just to play Storm. Uh, the 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 sheer power of this decreasing your spells um, mana cost as well as your unit's mana cost. Uh, so let's assume you actually have a leveled victor in play, um, which is a bold assumption, but even without the leveled victor, you can still do a lot of, a lot of things. Uh, rummage costs zero. Uh, veteran investigator costs zero. No, no, zero. no. Rummage won't cost zero. Rummage will cost one. Like, you know, if, if you're talking yeah, victor in play, yeah, if you've yeah. got victor, sorry, that's yeah. my, my bad. <laughs> um, rummage costs zero. Um, the Bilgewater card that gives you so anything with a tune. Most of the good cards with a tune cost minus one. Um, the Veteran Investigator costs zero. Zevi only costs four mana, and you're looking to like uh, storm off the turn after this. My win condition, and um, again, this was my flatmate. I think this is freaking genius. Uh, the win condition is to play Ezreal so that <laughs> so that you are constantly shuffling in one copy of Mystic Shot. Okay. And every time you redraw that mystic shot, you point it at your opponent's face, and it what? shuffles back in, and it costs zero, and you can keep repeating this one copy of mystic shot. I mean, and this sounds so like it sounds so stupid, right? It sounds so dumb. But the the the, the smooth soloist deck was scraping like a forty-five to fifty percent win rate, which is almost good. And I'm so convinced this will be better. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I look forward to seeing how it goes through, but like, you're gonna have to tell me how it goes. I actually, I actually do want to like, but there's so many different plans I have for this card. Like, yeah, I mind, would love a universe where Glorious Evolution is actually meta. Have you seen defined. the animation for it? The animation is amazing. I have not. Oh mate, you you've got a treat for you. I mean, let's just say that the robot army rises. Let's let's Yo. just. Let's just <laughs> Let's just say that is it is an amazing animation. Like I'm so glad, I'm so glad they've given like for ten mana I expect an animation and you damn well get one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's all good. So let's 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 move on to a few more of these other cards. So uh, one other thing to note about this set is we were given a new Poro, a new Yeti, <laughs> and at long last a new Elnup. It took time. And <laughs> the most bizarre thing. All three of them are good. Yes. Yes. 
It is very true. Like to every every single like the new Poro is devastating. Like in a in a in a true Poro deck where you're making loads of Poros, like the ability of granting all of them random keywords, especially considering. But let's face it, the most popular um, Poro deck is probably the PNZ one, right? You mm-hmm. you use um like that and then give it all. Give it all gets so much more value now with. Just the just the the fact that you're going to be giving so many more keywords, which will go potentially between everyone, and then not only that, health stat wise, this has got a nice health stat that, like, obviously in a Poro deck, you're going to be playing Poro snacks, but like, if you don't find them, which is very unlikely, like, still give it all, making every one of them like at least five health is still a nice health stat to go to. The idea of this dropping as a four cost four seven is actually disgusting. Like a couple of porous snacks in, this thing drops as a brick wall. Yes. Uh, no, uh, my my first reaction to this card it was probably stupid, but I'm still going to do it on day one. Is um, I I want to play it with um, is it I, I all the KDA cards sound the same? Uh, is it go get it the one that 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 bounces into your hand and makes an ephemeral one? Um. God, God damn it! God, like, oh, that, that, now, now you're asking things. It could be go get it. I think it is go get it. I think it yeah, is go get it. Go, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The Akali one. The Akali one. Uh, being in Ionia for Poros is kind of meh, but I, I really like the idea of playing Fable Poro three yeah, times in one turn. I was gonna say, so all they've got is the quick attack one, right? Yeah. <laughs> in, in Ionia itself. But I, I mean, I'd so... like to think after after Fable Poro three times in a row, I'd have a bit more than quick attack. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I, the, the, just the mental image of that ever happening, it would be like a very difficult. It would be like one in every ten games you you do it. But oh, oh, it would be a good feeling. And then moving on, like obviously, so that that's an amazing new product. Opens up so many more things for that. But we got a new Yeti, which the new Yeti is so interesting. It's so crazy because like instantly the first thing that people were saying is that it works with Lysandra. Because it's an eight cost that would you you can summon this technically really early in the game if you end up with hags. It is an eight cost that would be summoned. That um, like if, if you've got two yetis on the field, it just summons this directly from your hand and then makes a copy of itself in the deck. Like it's quite it's quite a nice, like in terms of like yeti wise, it's a it's a nice yeti. Wait, hold on, wait. It's possible to level up Lissandra on turn three now. It, it takes it takes good draws. Okay, it's theoretically possible, but it takes good draws in order to do that. <laughs> How sad would it be? You're playing pirate aggro. You go into your turn three, two five five brick walls enter the battlefield, and your opponent's <laughs> nexus gains tough. <laughs> ah, poo. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's insane. It's it's gonna be like in terms of the chance of it happening, it is very rare. But for when those times when it does happen, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, as 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 streamers, we 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 like the one in a hundred Twitch clips. We, you know, I mean, we do. <laughs> yeah. We really do. Uh, but yeah, this card's uh pretty. Like, I I love the design of it. I love that it, if if it if it's a break in your hand, like you don't have any Yetis in play, playing it. It has a it has a play effect, but it yes. summons itself, which um is a really cool dynamic. Like it yeah. it has anti synergy written on the card. Yes, uh, which I just love. I love the weird backwards design that it has. Um, but but I I I I think Yetis were pretty close, and um this I don't well, think... yeah Yetis have always kind of been there because like they've always kind of featured no no like obviously like a, it 
evolved into Ash LeBonk, but it used yeah. to be like Ash Sejuani. Like they've, 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 like, and obviously, like when I say Yetis, I don't mean like a full-on Yeti deck. Of it was mostly just people playing Trapper <laughs> and yeah. then getting that five um, membership. Other than that, but that, but that's where they've kind of like stayed. And so the actual chance for a breakaway Yeti deck, I, I, I want it so much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, most most of the Yetis are quite good. Like, the only Yeti that... Re like, the, the one cost 1-2 one, is, like, not good. But, like, if you were actually playing a, a devoted Yeti deck, I think it would make a spot. The only one that really, really sucks is the 7 cost that freezes small guys. And the rest of them are, like, all pretty playable, standalone cards. Yeah, no, no, no I, I can agree with you on that one. Uh, yeah, 100%. And then, obviously, we got a new Eldok as well. Yes, in a sir. different region that we might as well go through because let's go through all the cards that are on Call the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the dead cards that never got played, really. <laughs> but yes, the Eldok is here from PNZ, the volunteer Eldok, which is when I'm summoned, create a random Eldok on the top six cards of your deck. Which should mean that, like, so when it says create a random thing, it means create one of three instead <laughs> the other one. Because those are the only choices of Elnooks right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can it make itself create a random? It doesn't say other. It, does, it does say create a random Elnook. So theoretically, it could, it could craft itself. Yeah, I mean, and the odds are not low. <laughs> I mean, yeah, one in three. Uh, I'm about to say something that's going to age incredibly poorly. I can feel it, but I, am convinced, it. I, love it. I am convinced that this will make Elnux a a tier deck. Like yes. not not S tier by any means, but about as powerful as uh, Sharima Overwhelm or uh, Ash Sejuani. Just a powerful mid range deck. I'm I mean, convinced. I mean, its ability to well, number one, you're already shuffling something into the the top, um, like. There is ways of getting enough because let's face it, Elnooks, yet again, their best place was PNC because of the amount of copy spells, because obviously the most in, the most powerful Elnook is that one which um summons all the Elnooks which are on the top. What is it? Because it, it, it used to be that like it shows how long it's been since so I've looked at this card. It used to be the top ten cards and obviously it got nerfed, and now I cannot remember. It's the top something cards that summons six. I is think. it the top six cards? I Whatever. think so. Yeah. Um. But the point of it is, is that the more yetis you can shuffle in, which obviously you can do that more, and the synergy that can be done with the which is not only this new card in PNC, but the other card, the Perfectionist, which allows you to predict and then also create three copies of the chosen card. So it's yet yeah, again, it's kind of uh, choosing what I need, like trying to find that Elnook which summons all the Elnooks, and it also shuffling another three copies of that in the. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm -hmm. there's, there's that actually becomes synergy in itself with the, with that card also being added to the game. So I think the Elnooks have got a shot now. You know, <laughs> I really do. I I believe, I strongly yeah. believe that it's it's going to be a deck that can climb a ladder. I so just for like clarity, I I would say an A tier deck is any deck that can get to masters in a reasonable time period. Yes, the 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 main thing is, can I get all of my Eldrics on the board before they can level Pike? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the question that one must ask self. He's so scary, but his animation's so good. He uh, is. He is. Um, 
so yeah, we're, we're, let, let's move on to the actual champions. And so we've mentioned Pike. I'm not going to lie. Number one, Pike was the most weirdest reveal ever in the fact that he was leaked before he was revealed. In and... Hungarian? <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. He was leaked. Like, is it me? Like, literally, like, he leaked. And you look at the card artwork and you just think, like, when I saw the, the leak, I was like, Ah, it's bullshit. That's fake as fuck. And then suddenly, you find out, my god, this is real. <laughs> the, the, the level of art, like, there's something really weird about the art. It makes, like, the, 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 the level one art looks really good if you look at the full art, but on the card, yes. it looks really odd. And the level yes. two art doesn't really make sense unless you see the level up animation. Yes. So, it, like, it looks very fake. <laughs> That's that's what I mean. It look it looks like it was it was the most weird. like I think out of all of the champions, his is the one card art which looks kind of a little bit out of place in terms of like you'd think oh that's not that's not a real one, but it was just funny that it happened on the day where he leaked early, and so it was like can I trust this? Or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so weird, but amazing. Like seeing the actual animation of of watching him when like you know, number one. He's the first champion who can basically become a spell, which leads to a few different things, which means that he's the first champion who can just be denied. I, um, I, I would go so far as to say that every champion becomes a spell, go ahead. No, 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 no. no. What, what, yeah, what, I, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. To summon to, to the board. I know that every champion's got a champion spell, but I mean, to actually get him on the board. Like, we right, had... Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, we had... Uh, what's his face? Like Jarvan the Fourth, who was the first burst speed champion. This is like the first champion who to get them on the board it is a, which is a, that's yeah. what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. Obviously, deniable champion. A deniable champion. Yes, like that. That's what I mean. It's actually, their presence of them appearing on the board. But mm-hmm. this, what makes this so interesting, is the fact that like it's because he becomes a copy of that. So without any trickery that you need within other regions or whatnot in order to get multiple of the same champion, if you get death from which it death from below, like just with the fact that it's like him like you play him, he's on the board, you get another one, you then get him to be death from below and play you can actually get him on the board without having to do any trickery with like more summoning of which of champions from Shadow Worlds or using um, what's what's his face like? Uh, like, the, 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 you know, the, the normal tricks to get multiple is, champions. It, does it work like? I mean, like, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't work like that. But like, uh, that's what I mean. I in, yeah. instinctually, I just assumes that Death from Below would also transform into Bone Skewer if there was a Pike in play. But like, I don't. I guess that wouldn't make sense, would it? Well, it just says like because obviously, if he's lurking, transform me into Death from Below. So that should transform him. Like, if, well, if he's lurking. Okay, so the, the comparison I would make is if you have Egnivia in play, Anivias yeah. in your hand are still harsh winds. True. True. I, I actually want to know how that's going to work. Because obviously, like, you know, because does... Because they don't normally transform into the champion spell, like, so what would be Bone Skewer, until they're in there in your hand and see that you've got them in play. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be... I actually want to know how the synergy is going to work. Because I, uh, I read it as being that it would be able to do it like that. But you, you might be right. It might. I couldn't like... believe either way around. But in, instinct... So, like, logically, it should stay death from below. But instinctually, I don't think it will. I said, like, that, that is one thing to wait and see how that happens. And also, this is the first champion then that 
because they their summon is a spell karma can make happen multiple times if oh, neat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't be the only one that felt like bamboozled and betrayed when I found out that bone skewer was his champion spell no, like, I, 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 I didn't <laughs> mind it I, I didn't mind the reason why I didn't mind it is because when you watch the animation like yeah sure it would you call it it um it puts him like he removes him from pan puts him on top of your deck but in the animation the fact that he's leveled up form actually does do the like so if he kills somebody he kill he then it strikes the weakest the fact that if you use bone skewer like before he shuffles back into the deck that animation goes off like he yeah, can yeah. wipe a board and then just disappear he's like, i'm gone i've done what i needed to i'm off <laughs> He strikes the first unit, starts shuffling in, and goes, wait, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> I got shit to do. <laughs> it's like, I, I must hunt more. No, uh, when, I, I, when I say betrayal, it wasn't like a bad betrayal. I just felt like a child that had been bamboozled. Like, yes. oh, you rogues, you knew all along. You, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've been tricked. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just when, when oh, I saw... You... Did, did you hope for a completely new spell added it to the wasn't game? Even a, it wasn't even a hope. It was just a really weird feeling seeing a card we've played with already get Pike's name written in front of it, like mm. Pike's Bone Skewer. It just like, I felt like I, like I was at a kid's party and I just seen like a magician perform a really cheap trick. I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> <laughs> holy moly. <laughs> Where did that rabbit come from? Very uh, true. It's, it's uh, hard to, like, hard to explain. <laughs> I can I, 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 I kind of understand what you mean in terms of that, like, because obviously when we got, um, Echo, his his champion spell was a completely new spell that's been like uh, added to the game at the time, and I believe Re yeah, Rex Eyes is a completely new spell that's been added to the game that we haven't had. So I guess I can kind of understand you just like, yeah, but I want a, a completely new thing to come with my champion. Yeah, I just felt I, 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 it's just this is the first time ever we have seen a champion release after their champion spell, and it just felt really weird. It just sat with <laughs> it sat with me really weird. It's, 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 it's put a bit of like a world that's like you know like. That that taste what, in your mouth. What just, bit, what just that, happened? That, that, that bitter aftertaste in the mouth. I, I feel like I've just been shortchanged. Exactly. But, but like seeing Pike in action, it scares me. It both excites oh, yeah. me because I can't wait to play him, but he also terrifies. Like I, I feel like I'm going to need a spare change of underwear. Uh, oh yeah. If I, like, if I see him on the opponent's side. I have watched his champion trailer like seven times already, <laughs> just because his voice lines are so sick. He he is actually thematically so perfect. I mean, he, I, he's he is perfect. I still remember the first time I saw him on leaked was the Spanish version. So it was Ventos Melte or whatever he was saying in Spanish on the religion. The I, I don't I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds cool. I love it. <laughs> But yeah, no, oh, he's ev everything like it hits perfectly. Like the the fact of knowing that Doom is plus the animation, like those X, the the, mm. the watery X's. That's what that's what, when when Sunny was on. That's what I was trying to describe to you: the amazing ultimate animation, and they translated it perfectly. Yeah, so and I, I I love the whole like archetype of that, and the spell the list is such mm. a devastating spell, not just for Pike, just. For Bilgewater in general, that is such a devastating card. Like that could be you. Yeah, again, it's one of those cards where it's got so many uses. Yeah, it's it's um, a zero cost way of triggering Lurk on your opponent's turn. Like yes, it, it's it a, it's a way of attacking without committing to like Irelia type nonsense. It is it is devastating, 
so let's move on to let's let's go. We've gone from Pikes. Let's go all the way back to the beginning to the first champion we saw, Rexai. So uh, obviously, who brought in which who brought in um, the Lurk archetype and whatnot in terms of like a, like she was like the first champion that we saw. Uh, really, yet again, it's one of those ones whereby I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared, but also just I can't wait to play. Like it was one of those things. I feel I don't know about you, but yeah. upon like reveal, like the first thing when you when you see and go, oh my god, she's a free man of three six. Like and that's a devastating stat line and whatnot. And then you start reading everything like, yeah, when I lurk and attack, oh my god, I'm grunt. I grunt. I basically am grunting like a plus one twice because it's when I'm lurking, like you know, all the attacks. I'm like I'm I'm doing this, and then you look. It's like at the end of round. I go back into your deck. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this might just be a brand new romance, a blooming romance, and uh, maybe I won't feel this way in a in a, like a couple of weeks, but Rek'Sai is my favorite champion. Yeah. Like, I, I love this card design. I cannot think of a champion currently in LOR or either of these two other two new ones that interests me as, as much as Rek'Sai. This, this champ is so cool. Mm. And the fact that it's just I've attacked with 10 power, so it's not like I have to stretch that. It's not like um, Vi or uh, Nasus or any of those ones whereby they have to strike uh, with that 10 damage, because obviously there is ways around that, because obviously like a Hush or, or whatnot. She just has to attack with 10 damage, which obviously there are ways of making um, like a, those stats go up a lot quicker in terms of like buffs and whatnot, especially in um Shirima itself there's already like a plus three for one mana in the um shape what's it called shape sand shape stones shape stones or whatever yeah. yes so that's the way like the fact that you can actually level her up quite quickly without even having to rely on the lurk um word you know what i mean to get yeah. to get her attack stats up but that is also devastating the fact that like a that lurk is going to be slowly but surely like your 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 opponent is going to be like every single time they're hitting lurk you just they just know Okay, death is coming. <laughs> like, uh, slowly so, but surely. Something I want to know with this uh, champion, the wording would suggest not, but uh, if I lock in my attack with a, let's say, a 7 attack Rek'Sai, uh, and then after my opponents have blocked, I use a Shapestone or a, um, a Elixir of Wrath, and she goes up to 10, does she level? That's again, I don't know, because I don't know if it's a, like, upon declaring the attack, or whether or not it's just while she's attacking. Like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things yeah. whereby it's going to take a bit of testing to find out whether or not that is true, whether or not she has to declare the 10 damage upon the start of the attack, or whether or not, as you say, during the middle of combat, you then do Because then, obviously, that allows for a little bit of, yeah, trickery! Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that's going to be one of those ones that, yeah, again, it's going to be interesting to explore and see how that works. But They, they don't block her because... Or, or, or maybe... Um... She's really big, um, and they chump block her, uh, and then post chump block, you level her up by using a combat trick, assuming that that's possible, and now she has overwhelm. Yeah, yeah. No, um, that that would be yeah, quite quite a devastating like it's a devastating swing to make happen, like mm -hmm. if if you can. So yeah, no, that it's something to look forward to. Like <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just so just so I'm happy. I'm having the, the same thing I had with Malphite, um, where. Until this card got printed in LOR and it got a more realistic lick of paint than it had in League of Legends, I didn't realize she was enormous. Oh, massively. She, she, she is she's absolutely massive. huge. She is massive, yes. Like, I, here's the thing, is you've got that, like, 
uh, League of Legends experience. I don't, so I've got no idea what the hell these champions are like in that. In, in, uh... Because of the limitations of the map, all champions mm. are roughly the same size. Like, they, voice lines can hint at how big things are. Like, Malphite's like, I'm a mountain. But until you see him, like, punching holes in the earth, it doesn't really hit home. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, now now you get to see see how big she really is. It's like, oh, it's like yeah, all these cards. Going into now Echo, which mm. Echo, I... what, what, what have they done? <laughs> uh, right. So I have a complaint about this card in particular, and this, might, this might just be me. Go. But I am very much not the type of person to read cards when I am playing. So right. after I've in, like after I've acclimatized myself to a game like Legends of Runeterra or Magic the Gathering or whatever, I yes. stop reading cards completely because right. like I I know what cards do. I can just look at the art and go, "This is the, this is that card. This is Echo. This is yes. Drop Border. All of Echo's spells look exactly the same." I mean, Echo's is true. They've got a very similar look. The one thing that caught me off guard, right now. It is so weird, and I want to know whether or not this is just it's a random thing, or whether there is actually something set in stone about it. But Echo, number one, I love, I love the design. I love like his spell, like literally his his spell time trick is without a doubt like the um, heart of the cards Yugi kind of thing. Like, I know that that's that's not his like you know spell spell. I mean, it's the spell that he creates upon. Um, striking because his yeah. spell is is uh, called shot which is um like a draw and add a parallel com- which it um converted mm. which in in that as well it's also a devastating card but we'll get into that mm. uh time trick is such an interesting card because it is the immediate predict and draw so it is the heart of the cards yugi card of I need, I need something to get me out of this. Quickly, use this. It then allows me to, like, you know, predict and go, I need that card. Choose it and immediately draw that card. Yeah, burst like, oh. speed, yeah. Exactly, just about, <laughs> the, Like, so in in paper card games, you can just pick up your deck and look at it, right? Uh, so yeah. there are cards that say search your library for a thing. In digital card games, we can get cards that search for specific cards, like, for example, some really bad boat that draws Shen. <laughs> but um we can't we, we can't pick up our deck and look at it so i think time trick is the closest we are ever going to get to picking up our deck and choosing a card to draw i think this is yeah. as powerful as this kind of effect is gonna get yeah and it is it is devastating uh like uh the, the other thing i want to say is he's create free chrono breaks chrono break is devastating but in the reveal and then in the like, you know, the shot that you get given on uh, Twitter afterwards of just showing all of his spell, I'm so confused about Chrono Break, and I'll explain why. In the in the video where you see him, because Chrono Break he creates free Chrono Breaks. Chrono Break is revive all allies that died this round, then rally. In in the which in the trailer. One, which it, two of them are burst speed, one of them is fast speed, and then when you see the actual cards on um, Twitter, it shows the card as being a slow speed spell. So when he creates those three cards, does he just create them at random speeds? Like, so you've is, got to be fucking with me. Is that true? Have you not? Have you not seen I that? Did that, was not, the first, I did that, was the, that was the first thing I picked. 
picked up on. If you check out his his um his trailer, his Echo's trailer, when he levels up and you get to see those chrono breaks, two of them are burst speed, one of them is fast speed. And as I said, if you look at his his actual um afterwards where they show the cards on the reveal, it shows it as being slow speed. So I'm like, when he creates them, so can he create them so that he creates free burst speed ones, in which case you're like, you know, you're, you're laughing. Or is it going to be the times where he creates all three of them at slow speed? He like shit, like I need, I needed this now. So I feel like it does because obviously if it's first speed, it can be used as a defensive maneuver on your opponent's turn. Like if they're attacking forward doing an open, you can use that and like actually correction. No, no don't worry, ignore that because it needs allies to die first. So you can go forward and then uh, immediately burst, so you can do good trades on that. Everything dies on your side. Everything dies on your opponent's side, and then burst speed attack like that, that that's what i want to know because uh, does he just create them at random speeds because i'm i am looking at these two burst speeds and one fast speed if this is <laughs> un- if this is intentional i swear <laughs> to god if this is intentional that is some grade a bullshit did you not realize that that was the first i said like that is the first thing like, see, I, I take you just to look at the trailer like that's like, it caught me so off guard in terms of what does this mean <laughs> You predicted five times when I level up, create three chrono breaks in your deck with random timings. <laughs> random timings, because as I said for the person who gets that on like burst speed, like it's just like you, you that feel done. Like that <laughs> has to be a mistake. It has to be. <laughs> There's no singular fucking way that's on purpose. Well, but it's the fact that two of them are burst speed and one of them is fast speed. And one of them is slow speed. One is slow speed. So I actually want to know, like, I, I need clarification on I... Echo's on Echo's leveled up chrono breaks because they're crazy. Yeah, if if I level up my Echo and it shuffles in <laughs> two slow speeds and a fast speed or whatever, I'm a Hearthstone streamer now. Like, I I'm so I'm sorry, Riot. I'm done. <laughs> Because that is, yeah, no, literally, that's the first thing I picked up, uh, up on on his trailer. I was just like, what is this? I can't understand. What? <laughs> Why have you done this? <laughs> but at the same point, yeah, his, his actual spell, which is the, the two mana slow speed uh, called shot, which is the parallel convergence, in, like, uh, which you draw a card and create a parallel convergence in your deck. Parallel convergence is start a free attack with the exact, exact ephemeral copy of of each ally so basically everyone who's on the board attacks forward ephemerally and then if you've got chrono break but if you've got chrono break at burst speed like do you know what i mean like you can, yeah. you can do some really stupid things well potentially do you, I've, I've got uh something stupid for you so for the it. glorious evolution deck i mentioned earlier yes um if you are playing these veteran investigator loops with Zebi and such, Cold Shot is a zero cost to draw one, and Parallel Convergence is a two cost attack forward with exact copies of your units and to trigger their summon effects. Yeah. So Parallel Convergence could be a two cost each player draws like, well, you would draw, you would have a Zebi in play presumably, so you would draw yeah. like four and they would draw two. It's oh, it's so premium. It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I, I love. I can't wait to see that deck in action, buddy. Because, but it, it just every everything you're saying about it sounds devastating. So I cannot wait to see that. Um, and then, which is like I said, that, I think that's like you know, us covered up like, most of the cards. Unless there's any, is there any other standout cards that you want? Because we covered the champions, we covered a few uh, of our favorites. How about we? Uh, so I'm, I'll just speed run from top to bottom and say some of the more 
like interesting things for me and then do you want to do the same go for it um so from top to bottom uh bu- 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 i think it's be- uh knock him down uh, sorry line him up lo- knock him down i think it's very interesting that you can burst speed put a keg into play yeah so, the, f- uh, the first ever burst speed keg is devastating if you vile feast your opponent's unit while it's on one health and they pale cascade it or they shape stone it you can burst speed a keg into play and still kill it yep. uh you can use a keg and withering whale in the same action or a keg yep. and a two-mana make it right in the same action yep uh huge enormous that's yep, uh, definitely one of the, the the more probably powerful rather than interesting cards here um mm. starlet epiphany the three cards <laughs> that replaces your yes. deck hold the infinite uh firstly uh if it weren't for the fact that they had just completely crippled uh lissandra trundle control mm. this would be a hilarious counter to that deck mm. um they they obliterate your deck. You replace it with twenty new cards. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but uh, behold the infinite being a two cost spell. This might be a legitimate reason to run veteran investigator, which um, not veteran investigator. Sorry, I've got veteran investigator on the mind. Uh, the other one, insightful investigator. The four. Yeah, the one, one who that... whenever you do a two two mana. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If your entire deck is two drops and that two drop is ev- evoke, uh, you can you can pretty much take an off turn. Every second turn, you take an off turn to just cast um, uh, Behold the Infinite, and it's like every second turn you are casting um, Living Legends, except you don't get the mana back. Uh, it's it's a little bit awkward, it's a little bit clunky, but it sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, definitely, I want to be making a deck that's based around that card, because it is just so stupid. You just enter the realm of, when I now get to... Because I swear that Hearthstone had like a similar card at some point. Where, Explore like, Angora. Exactly, where it was just that you turned all the cards into that kind of mechanic. So, you know, I, I look forward to this. this for, for banter's sake, this, without a doubt, the most banter deck that you know. Uh, that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's the standouts for me from this set that we haven't talked about already. Yeah, no, the, the only other one, like, I, I agree with all those ones. The only ones that I want to add are Fallen Feline, just because that Hex, which is uh, Hexite Crystal, is just such an interesting card to have, which is like you know, a fast speed two man, do damage, like two damage to everything. And if it gets predicted, you immediately draw it. Like, that to me is just like my, such a. My problem with Fallen Feline is it's so close to being cool, but, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really good. And my problem, my problem is like th- th- there's only a certain amount of overlap cool and good can have. Like if a card becomes stupidly powerful, it loses all of its cool. Right. And uh, I have a, f- I have a feeling that I'm going to get very sick of seeing Fallen Feline and, <laughs> and getting high rolled by an early hex tech cr- hexite crystal. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, prepare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> prepare for that. And the only other thing I want to say is uh, careful preparation. I think it's like a really great card. Which is that free mana, uh, which is like a burst speed, which is uh, to play, place a card from your hand into your deck, predict, then uh, create an exact copy of the chosen card in your hand. Like I feel like that's such a great card, especially considering the fact that it is basically, let's face it, put in there for Kahiri. Those times when you end up with Kahiri in your hand at the beginning, like you just you you throw him away in the mulligan, and the son of a bitch comes back immediately. Yeah. The ability to be able to like go no. You are going back in the deck, and then uh, would you like uh, being able to get like uh, whatever you choose, get another copy of something as well as like potentially the top to predict him and uh, buff up his stats. Like honestly, I I, I really like that card. Careful prediction uh, preparation. Sorry, is is kind of neat uh, in that um, it's a minus one overall. Like you're spending three mana to go minus one in hand, and I would say this card was like 
pretty dreadful if it wasn't for the fact that Rek'Sai can interact with herself. And she and she's like one of the only champions that ever like has been able to do this, right? Uh, so, like, what I what I mean by that is what? because she she exists on the top of your library, yeah, uh, rather than in your hand when she's on board. Um, mm. When you attack with Rek'Sai, if Rek'Sai is on top of your library, the minion is still there and she still lurks. So your lurkers get plus three plus zero. Oh. So yeah. careful prepping into Rek'Sai, getting a copy in hand and on top of your deck is sounds devastatingly powerful as a turn three play. I mean, I mean, you say that you're one down. Technically, because you're playing it, you are removing a card from your hand, but you are still gaining a copy of whatever you choose in the prediction. So you are... I don't really see that as you losing one. Personally. I mean, like, uh, but hand, hand-wise, because you go from having a careful preparation and the card that you shuffle in into just having one copy. The other copy is, like, True. on your deck. Mm. So, like, you go one down hand advantage-wise. Okay, fair enough, then. I get, um, now I get you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think uh, there I, 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 remains to be seen, but I, I think, if nothing else, careful, careful preparation is super fucking cool, so... It, I mean, it's a really good card. So let us go from all those cards, which like go literally so many good cards. Like they've done an amazing job with this set. Oh yeah, um, excellent. Definitely. It, it to me, this is one of these sets whereby it is so hard to say. Like you know, this is a definite make card. Like in terms of like, in in previous ones, we've had like a card where it's been easy to say. I would say Time Trick is definitely a card where I would suggest like a crafting. Uh, but in terms of like a, and potentially the list, but the list is a little bit more expensive. Like a, like you know um, that, that that that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. Like a, for people who are like new to the game, trying to work out where to use your resources, uh, field promotion and would you, field promotion and time trick would be two cards I would recommend. Oh yeah, time so, trick. Time trick is going to be a staple forever. So uh, I I definitely start with that. Um, and beyond that, um. Honestly, I don't know how many autocrafts there are in this set. Um, the, the the set is so focused on the lurk mechanic that, like, if you're not interested or in yeah, building, you you have to yeah. craft like the whole thing in order to get the in order yeah. to make the deck. So yeah, it is really it is really hard to suggest like a one ofs of like. But I still would say like you know, field promotion and um, <laughs> honestly, the, the, the best au- the best autocraft of this set is Will of I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it, we'll get into that. So let's yeah. now go through the patch notes Ex- the extensive patch notes yeah we're so, going we're going to be doing this one double time because this is practically an episode in itself let, let's do yeah so double time number one they reverted misfortune back to misfortune <laughs> like they, 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 i'm surprised they ever changed this in the first place by the time yeah. they changed this gouts wasn't a real deck yep and so now they've reverted her back because for those of you who don't don't remember misfortune actually used to have overwhelm on her level up so now they've given it back to her like here have this back because people were complaining at the time and so i think that's why they did the nerf but she's back where she was uh jarvan has now got to only do three strike which is like a like seeing his allies survive three strikes rather than four strikes so potentially like a, his chances of leveling up because there were some times where he was taking a little bit of time to level up so like uh, i can see that they wanted to be like let, let's push his level up to be faster so yeah. it, when, when you see it written down it looks like it wouldn't take very long to level up at all and then you play him and then it's like, yeah, it does take, it's like, come on, come on, man. My uh, guys anyway. keep dying. <laughs> and then we get uh, Trindamir, who actually, it's so weird, it's so weird. It's like, does he really need the toughest? I like, think, isn't this a revert as well? I this don't is remember al- This is time. Alpha Trindamir, isn't it? 
It might be, but I don't remember him having like tough. But obviously, like I didn't play in the alpha. I played in beta, so like it, it, this might be a, a rehash. But what they've done is on his level two, he already had overwhelm and fearsome, but they've given him tough. But I just, it's just like, is it is that really making a difference if people are playing him or not? <laughs> Let's like you know, in all honesty, he now does not trade with a Rexai that has lurked six times. This is true. Yeah, very, very. That, that, that... <laughs> <laughs> that might end up being the crucial the crucial one. The turning um, point in the game. <laughs> Karma going down to five mana, which was she at five mana at some point and they put her up to six, like yep. yes sir. Yep. So uh, yet again, Ezreal a Karma days. Yep, the root which is so uh, Karma's been reverted back down to five mana, which yet again just like such a she's such a good champion. The fact that she gets the now chance to get out a bit earlier, like get give you a few more spells, like creating the spells um in which in hand but obviously like a lot of times people are just waiting to play karma until they're about to uh like get enlightened so that she doesn't die and gets that level up so yeah justice for karma that is the thing uh irelia has now been nerfed and has to see 14 allies attack before that she can level she used to have to only see 12 so uh i nice little... would have bet money that they were going to make it so that uh, her level up uh the the blade dance spell cost one, not zero. I hate this nerf. This was not the issue with Irelia. <laughs> well, you wanted the switcheroo move to. I, yeah, I just wanted the switcheroo move to cost mana. She is too powerful once she flips. I don't care. Like adding two units onto the attack trigger doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> Janky's not happy. But... Uh, where? Where? <laughs> uh, because immediately yeah, she can get there so fast with with Azir, but we get we get there when we get there. Uh, Riven, actually a really nice change because it puts her mm. in line with a few other champions who do a similar thing, which now basically means that when she is summoned and you've got the attack token, she immediately reforges. Whereas before, basically, like it was such a weird thing with Riven because like you didn't want to play her on your attack turn because like you weren't getting the reforge. You'd be looking at playing something else on that on your turn three, and then it'd be on your opponent like you you always try to play Riven on your opponent's turn so going into your turn she would reforge like if you remember, if like or to me that's what it always felt like in terms of I'm not going to get the usefulness I want out of her this turn so I don't really need to play her so I'm just going to play this and then when it's my opponent's turn I'm going to play her like once I know that they can't kill her so I'm getting that reforge so the fact that it now is when she's summoned she all like, and you've got the attack token. She also reforges very nice, like, I, like, and it puts her in line, as I say, with a number of other champions, like Irelia, because Irelia is when I'm summoned, and you've got the attack token. She gets her thing, so it makes this, sense. This is the second consecutive buff given to a champion that I said would break the meta. That <laughs> that, that aged really badly. <laughs> yes, it's overrated. Let's go on. Oh my boy, Hymer! Hymer's stats have gone up by one. So he now, which instead of being, uh, which is like a, both of his. Uh, Stats have gone up by one, so now instead of being a one three, he is a two four, and then that obviously goes up to a, uh, a three five. I'm so happy about that. Like Hyman needed more survivability. Like the reason why I love this is because, like, yeah, sure, it's not like you know, like crazy in terms of health wise, but at the same point, this now gets him out of the way of gotcha. Get excited, uh, glimpse from beyond. Like you know, what I mean? this, oh, which mm -hmm. grasp, which it grasp of um, Fimish, like this actually gets him past a number of different spells that would kill him instantly upon playing yeah so i'm happy i'm very happy that hyman's got this buff uh we've got hecarim going yeah again was this did he used to have six so if i remember hecarim's character arc correctly yes he used to be a five cost 
that um, summoned two or three to ephemerals. Then they nerfed him to a sixth cost that summoned two two twos, uh, but gave him additional stats. And then I think they took those stats away from him again. So I think this might be a revert to a nerfed Hecarim. Yeah, so Hecarim has had a long and very past of of different things, but they have put his attack, which his health stat up, sorry, his health stat up just that little bit more. But Hecarim's one of those champions whereby he, he, we, we, in the right deck, he's so scary. <laughs> like, in the right deck, once he hits the board, if you've got enough ephemerals, if they've been playing those sharks, really devastating. Plus, I do like the idea of running him with, um, what's his face, Echo, in terms of, like, Echo spell, the Convergence one, which gives you ephemerals in a free attack. Like, mm-hmm. that is that is scary in itself. Like So I can see there potentially being a deck like that. Obviously, like, you know, the most popular decks with Hecarim were... Uh, Hecarim, Lucian, and, and Hecarim Azir, but yeah, that's which is. But those uh, aren't a funny name, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play Hecarim. You damn, you damn right, I'm gonna play Hecarim. Um, uh, uh, Hecarim, uh, I think needed. Uh, I think he needs to be huge. Like I, he needs yeah. to have powerful stats because he promotes playing a arc, like playing a, a, a gameplay pattern which results in you taking like 15 damage by the time you play him. Yeah. Like it's it's really hard to play on the defensive as a as ephemeral, so I feel like if he is going to be your big bomb pro- play that makes it all worth it, he better be good. Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right, and that kind of thing because that's the that's the problem with uh, any kind of ephemeral archetype is the fact that if you base your deck around it, you have no defense most of the time, <laughs> and your like your opponent knows it and they massively take advantage of it. So yeah, that no, is good because let's face it, like the only things that you're really playing on that back line are. Like the one who buffs ephemerals, who you don't really want to be throwing out there onto the front lines because you want the buffs going into the ephemerals. So yeah, when he drops, you want there to be like you know, some crucial stats going in. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, for, for those of you listening at home, we are barely one third of the way there. Yeah, this patch was enormous. We've got this. We're getting there. Like, we're speed. We're speed running the patch. Somebody time it. Azir's uh, <laughs> level one has now gone up to instead of summoning. Uh, 10 units he now has to summon 13 units before he levels up so obviously like one of the devastating things about Azir Irelia is how quickly Azir levels up but also that helps uh, the Irelia level up and the increased stats that come from that now admittedly it's not really going to add too much to him it's only added another three but it does delay the extra damage that little tiny bit longer Mm -hmm. so I level up one turn later which uh, I think is probably the healthiest change they could have given him yeah which is which is which is a nice thing. So obviously, just sliding that deck down. This is to me the biggest um, nerf, which is removing fearsome from Nasus's level one. Nasus's level level two and level three will still have fearsome, but Nasus's level one no longer having the keyword fearsome is so big to me. I cannot tell you how many Nasus Frash decks I've been against, whereby like. I've had defense and I can't use it because like none of it is like a plus three or if I did have something that was over three, old Frash has immediately grabbed it with his challenge and so I've now got no defense for Nasus and then Big Boy Nasus comes out. So the fact that you can now defend and just give you that little bit more like survival going into like maybe another turn where you can flip the whole game is nice. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely think it's super relevant, but um, I think there are two 
much more devastating nerfs that uh, we haven't got to yet. So I'll, I'll say, I'll say we get in there. Don't worry, we're slowly but surely. Oh, which we got um, Sivir. Sivir now only has to see, which on like a, you only have to deal thirty damage to level up rather than thirty five. So that's like a nice little buff to her, like a potentially quickly. <laughs> the, the funny thing about Sivir is like she, Sivir's level up progress is always like one, five, twenty nine. <laughs> yep. Like it, it, it. it, it you you jump exponentially, so I'm not even sure if this makes a difference. I, most of the time, this makes no difference to me. When I was playing her in my small scroll deck, it only takes a few hits with small scroll. Yeah. Boom, she was leveled. But <laughs> but uh, we go into Tally. Tally's level two. Uh, now would you like a deal two damage to my blocker three times if they're dead or gone? Do would you do like a two to the enemy nexus instead? Is uh, doesn't require there being a landmark on the board anymore, which is actually really nice. Like because like sometimes you would level them up, it's like crap, I don't have a landmark on the board, so I'm not actually getting those things. That's actually quite a nice little buff that's happened to her, where you no longer reliant on needing a landmark on this board, like uh, to get those abilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my my boy Tarek, who I I, yeah, I love Tarek so much, uh, has been given a bit of a boost in terms of his health. His health stat has now gone up from four to five, and then when he levels up, goes up to six. Like, I, I love Tarek. Let's play, let's play a game of how many times can we increase Tarek's stat line before he gets meta playable? How dare you! Tarek is an amazing character. Let's try two four. No, okay. Ta- Tarek, how about three four? Tarek makes people invincible, you swines. <laughs> he's, a, he's an amazing I lo- card. I love Tarek more than anything, but um, I I'm also realistic. Plus his beach skin. <laughs> Damn, you right yeah, though. I know, right? <laughs> and then we have uh, Moon Man himself. Moon Man's stats have gone up, uh, which it's which I believe. Were his stats when he first came into the game? I believe yep. he wasn't. Yeah, he yeah. Fr- yeah, again, a revert to a nerf uh, previously. Uh, he's now gone back to a 3-3 and then goes up to a 4-4 upon um, level up because obviously he got nerfed down when um, Moon Man was literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, big, which is big stuff. Uh, now we get into all the spells and followers. So, yeah, again, a revert on which you're on the Make It Rain. Make It Rain is now back down to two mana. Enormous. I mean, this is actually big, especially with burst speed keg. This is big. This is uh, a bi- this is a bigger nerf to Irelia than the Irelia nerf. And, <laughs> also, I find and also, this is actually again a buff to Misfortune because obviously this is Misfortune spell, so uh, a little bit of a buff to her with it now, no longer costing free mana. Uh, like literally, it's one of those things where at the time I understand why they nerfed it to free mana because so many people were complaining about it. With so many RPs going on, it makes sense. Obviously, with Bilgewater being such a less like less played region at the time, like this is nice. So a lot we see a lot of like reverts to. Uh, things that previously got nerfed on uh, which are on build wars. It's very nice to see it's, uh, that. For example, is, de- is devastating. Um, so black what was it? Uh, black market merchant going up in health stat now to a two two, which I can't remember. I can't that is, remember. It is. It is another revert. It's a revert. I was yeah. going to say. I, was, I think I need to remember. I was, like, was that a revert? Yes, yeah, that it, is. A it is. It is like a, a, a mental maze trying to go back through the patch, exactly. patches. You really of- have to go back because they nerfed it on different patches. Um, yeah, no, so going back to a two-two, just yet again, those stats meaning that of a uh, vile feast and like all that, like he's he, he can live through that or withering well. Such a nice thing to have and be able to get those discounts on those nabs. Uh, double up going down to five mana, which is the spell which is uh, deal two damage to an enemy. If it kills it, do four damage to the enemy next. 
really powerful spell. Uh, it's nice to see that it's come down in which it, in cost because it was a little bit unplayable at six. Mm-hmm. Potentially playable at five. We will see. I'm like probably I, it's probably not, but I I think um so it's more disruptable than decimate, but it's fast speed, and I think that is exactly what one more mana would cost. Like yeah. um. If, it, if Decimate was just fast speed, it would be unfair at a five mana spell. But like yeah. this one's a little bit more disruptable. Uh, well, a lot more. And yeah. uh, yeah, no, I think this. I think this will see competitive play, hundred percent. Yeah. So, Richard, okay, so good to see that. So a lot, lot of build draw stuff as you see, because build draw was starting to become the most unplayed region. <laughs> yeah. Um, Slotbot. This is a good card. Yeah. Again, this is a good thing they've done to Slotbot. Slotbot now is um, on summon and round start, whereas it used to just be on round start. Grant me, um, wait a minute, is it, actually wait, does he not go up in attack stats? Wait a minute, I'm just reading this, uh, grant me to, so he doesn't, because I thought that he ran, no, no, sorry, it ran. Yeah, he gets, like, it, it's it's the same mechanic. It's, it's, it's yeah. the same mechanic, I, I was reading this weird because it's like, grant me plus one. They they, they gave Slotbot weird wording for the sake of they weird They really wording. did. Yeah. They gave him weird, weird, weird thing, but you know, basically, uh, the fact that he can do that from summon, because sometimes he was being summoned and immediately people were like, I can't let, I can't let him go on because I know how devastated he can be. So, uh, really good, the, thing, especially in a good draw deck. This this terrifies me. Like uh, this actually terrifies me. Slotbot is now a three cost, three three in stats. That grows. That that grows. Like yeah, he he starts on curve. His 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 floor, his absolute floor is on curve. Yep. So that I I cannot wait to play some good slotbot decks. Like getting him up to some really stupid things. Yes, we've got Confront. Confront now, which is the uh, Shavana spell, which is like a grant in an ally challenger, has now gone from three cost to two cost. Whether or not that's going to change too much of it. like I, it I, make it... I'm surprised this wasn't its mana cost when it got released. Hmm. I mean, it's, it, it, it's definitely more playable now. Yeah. Um, this one of those things, whether or not it, is, whether or not it will or, or won't, I guess it depends on... Like, you know, what deck you're playing as to whether or not you want... I guess you kind of want Challenger if you're playing a... Um, What's-his-face deck? The old... Uh, blah, blah, blah. I can't think of his name right now. The man who got buffed earlier, Jarvan! <laughs> uh, if you're playing Jarvan, you kind of want Challenger because he's going to be um, on your attack turn to help level Jarvan. But, yeah, I don't know how playable this is still going to be. Yeah. Uh, this goes into the Mage Seeker. Yeah, again, another card whereby I'm thinking, does this stat, does this stat change really increase its usage in terms of the Mage Seeker going up from its base stat of being uh, 4-3 to just being a 4-4 now, so they've given them a little bit more health, which the, is... Wh- yes? wh- what do you mean? This is the Lux buff everyone wanted. This is, I mean, let's... <laughs> I feel that people would have wanted the cost down on Lux like what happened to Karma if they wanted anything well, to happen. No, 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 everyone was thinking, Lux is unplayable. Please, Riot, fix Mage Seeker and Sire. <laughs> he is quite clearly the man who holds the deck together, the, the glue that binds. Um, but yeah, no, so it's one of those things where, like, it, it could potentially have a knock-on effect, but at the moment, I don't really think so, personally. Um, oh yeah, no way. 100%, 100% no. <laughs> Lux is still um, not very good. Blade Keeper going up in stats from a 2-3 to a 3-3, and he's uh, would you like a, he's, he's the uh, unit which is uh, upon playing, he's granting plus 2, plus 2. Not actually a bad unit. was actually used, like, you know, it's a quite, like, he, he does have his uses, yeah. and yeah, I, I, I feel like this is actually quite a nice little buff to add in there. 
Damasi is getting a critical number of four cost five fives. I mean, he really is, really is. Uh, we've got like the the best the best card has been obviously the next one, which is Howling oh, Abyss. Let's go, baby! Howling Abyss going down to six. Like this, I'm so happy. <laughs> like, uh, look, is, look, is it weird? Long-time listeners of this podcast will remember when we reviewed Howling Abyss as a brand new card, and we said words along the lines of, "If ever this card was meta, it would be unhealthy for the meta." I cannot wait <laughs> to play this game. Like, how in the fist? For those of you who don't know, but if you don't know, then, like, where have you been? Uh, <laughs> how in the fist is the, is the ARAM landmark of uh, the end, which at the start of the round, it creates in hand a random level two champion. So already level, um, and then which that's not in your hand, deck, or in play. Um, but getting this down to like the quickest you can get this down, like the quicker you can get this down, because obviously it was a lot to play on seven. Like the, to, for you to get to the, the get the point of seven, and this is you're just throwing this down. It was a big kind of tempo loss. Mm-hmm. Getting it down that turn sooner, it actually might make a difference now. Like this is, I'm I'm hyped for this card. I am afraid for all the reasons you just said. Yes. Like <laughs> same shit, different feelings. Yes. I, uh, I, I'm honestly so happy. Yeah, I'm honestly so afraid. Yep. Um, which it, uh, which it, uh, Ren Shadow Blade going up now to four damage rather than because it used to be a free free going up to uh four free, which is obviously that that unit in Ionia, which is a quick attack upon a strike in they give you uh well the blade which is the uh, Shadow Fiends, which is the four one. I, you say obviously as if everyone plays Ren Shadow Blade. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, obviously, that man. The man uh, who confuses everyone because the guy, it's actually the guy who's strangling the guy in the yeah, artwork. Yeah, yeah. Is... <laughs> the thing about this change is that it's an enormous flavor win because Ren Shadow Blade is meant to be making copies of himself like Zed, right? Yeah. And Shadow Fiends are four threes. So, like, yeah. this just makes the card make more sense. Yeah. Uh, n- so, not necessarily good, but makes more sense. It makes more sense, and yeah, it's like a, it's just increasing like a, his his usability in terms of the fact that obviously with that quick attack with the additional like a stat, it's, it's potentially more usable. Yeah. Okay. Droplet. Droplet has now lost its attune, which actually is kind of big because that that used to be such a devastating move for just like. Like Ionia Zero in mana. general, turn one, which it turn one, Ionia just fried this down. It's they haven't lost anything. They've got a one one elusive on the board, and they've still banked the mana they would have done if they would have passed the turn. Like, I'm so glad this has lost the chain. Yeah, no, um, I would put this under the same heading as single combat and ravenous flock and make it rain as cards that I am okay with being overpowered i don't care that it got nerfed just like i don't care that make it rain got nerfed it just it's not a card because of its dynamic play design this was not a card that i particularly had a gripe about but it was undoubtedly overpowered Mm. same way that single combat's overpowered now it's just i don't mind because it leads to good play patterns Mm. uh we now go on to the green glade out which is uh outlook which is uh gone up in which in health stack because obviously it's gone from uh, two one two two two. Uh, it's the it's the card which upon striking it, uh, which it reduces the cost of the most expensive unit in hand by one. Uh, it can it, at least it's got the chance to potentially survive one hit. Now it didn't really have the chance to do that. Now it's got a slight chance of the, surviving one hit. I think this buff is huge. When I first saw this this buff, it gave me like full on whiplash, and then yeah. I saw the two buffs underneath it, or rather 
not directly underneath it. I saw the other two Ionia buffs, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, yes. And um, it felt like after having been, like, given Whiplash, I then got hit by a car and then kicked by the driver. Like, these Ionia buffs are insane. So, let's dive into them. Number one, Young Witch is now going up to two health, which actually... Yeah, again, for for an elusive support card, which is going to be giving its support uh, quick attack plus one this round, it is actually quite devastating with the outlook um, to be able to give them like a free and that like and then like reduce the cost down. Obviously, with with um, the quick attack, so it's going to be harder to remove the outlook. Um, but yeah, that that increased health stat does mean that it gets past Withering Well, Vile Feast, all the all the one damage, you know, stuff. But let's mm-hmm. face it, this is the one where people care about because. Will of Ionia is back down to four mana. Do you remember the days of Ionia? Which it, like a Will of Ionia being four mana, Janky? It takes no brain power at all to remember that this one is a reverb. Th- yeah. th- th- this one is firmly locked in our minds. But here's the thing. Will of Ionia going back to four mana. I like I liked the mental... I fucking love the mental picture of someone at Riot, Riot going... Yeah, so Homecoming has just overtaken Deny as the most played card in Ionia. We should probably nerf to... What was that? Oh, no, sorry. Buff Will of Ionia. That's what I yeah. meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's now down to four mana again, which people who remember back in the day, this card got... So, it, it, was, it was the combination of this and Deny both being four mana. I feel that everyone was like, no, I can't have this. This is... This is no, no. Well, um, back in the day, a... deny was three mana. That's true. Yeah, you're absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> there was a, there was a time. <laughs> oh my where... god. Yeah. So the fact that which, this is um, this changed literally. I think that it's hit a lot of the people who've been playing this game for a long time. Like, oh no, not again. That is that brings back so many memories of of terrible, terrible times. But I... it's interesting to see what it's going to be like in this in the recent meta. I am less concerned with Will of Ionia going to four mana and significantly more concerned about the next change. Yes, the next change, which is Twin Discipline, has gone down in cost to two mana. Twin Discipline, uh, which used to, yet again, be a, a staple card in most Ionia decks, like in terms of like you'd always be watching out for this and thinking, I've got to play around it. It, is the, it used to be the three mana uh, burst speed plus free attack or plus free health. It's slowly but surely dwindled in play. Um, and Riot just couldn't have that, I guess. They couldn't have that, so they've given it to me. Like this is actually one of those cards where you do have to watch out for it. It's its ability to like have that versatility of going up in attack or going up in health. Like the, it, this it, is the this is as powerful as Troll Chant now, and Troll Chant is probably the single most overpowered combat trick in the game. Yes, yeah, I mean, this, this is this is this is so stupid. Yeah. This, this is devastating, and uh, like it's going to be one of those things where we're going to see how it goes. Potentially, this might get reverted in my mind, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm, yeah. Like it's one of those things where, by until until the game uh, starts playing, like it's hard to really say what it's going to do. But this is actually a really powerful change. Like it's, it's versatility of that card is devastating. Uh, we go go which the uh, tactician is now actually going up to be a five five. He now what you get? He's he now helps himself with reputation in terms. Of well, he, more he he can now be targeted with bloody business, which he, makes sense because he's in the art. He's in the art of bloody business because yes, now when he originally joined the game, he was a four five. He is a reputation card who is on 
as you say, the bloody business thing for eight cost. So many people are like, why is this guy not at least got five attack with everything that's going on? But yes, it is a very powerful card that um, when summoned rally and so many quite devastating abilities that have been done with him in terms of especially with um, LeBonk, the ability of then using her spell to resummon him and get another rally. Like, some really devastating plays that can be done with him. Yeah. Yep. Um, City Breaker is going up in which in terms of like one damage because it used to be just a zero five, but it always does one damage to the enemy nexus. Like it's it's interesting. It is it's one of those things whereby I don't see it making much of an effect to its cards play thing because like obviously like the main reason you're playing that card is to be a backbencher to do um the one damage, but it does now become one of those things that you can put in the way of um like you can block and potentially do trades, which is actually quite big. For no reason that I can really specify, this is my favorite change here. Like, I can't even really, like, quantify why. I just really love this buff. I mean, it's a nice static unit in terms of health, and so its ability to now allow it to trade is actually quite nice. I will admit that, because obviously before, it previously, like, I didn't have any way of doing, like, any any change to what was... Like, you could still use it as a blocker, but it wasn't doing... Like, it's, it's basically, this could be what the equivalent is of when they gave Brom one attack stat. <laughs> Yeah, this, I, this could be I could, significantly doubt it will be that good, but no, um, it won't be that good because yeah. it doesn't have regeneration. But I mean, but it's one of those things where, but at least now, challenger, it has the at least now it has the ability to um trade, which is quite nice. Yeah. Jay Madonna, the man of memes, has now gone up to five five. Did it used to be a five five? Uh, it used to be an eight cost with elusive. I can't remember if it was a five five. Okay, but yeah, no, but yeah, BS no. So now he is a five five, which is just nice for his cost. I mean, it makes a bit, it makes a lot more sense uh, for Jay. So potentially we might see a rise, a rise in Jay Madonna. <laughs> um, I, will, Hen- I will eat my shoes. <laughs> henchman, henchman has gone up in help. I'm so happy to see this one because I do love trying to put this man into a deck. It's the guy who, when they next a strike, makes an exact copy. Um, I yeah, again, this is this just helps them out a lot more because. There's so many things which makes them easily killable, so I'm happy to see that health stat go up. Going from three to four mana, might, sorry, three to four health might not seem significant, but going from four to eight health, or from uh, nine to twelve health, etc., etc., uh, it, it, it adds up. This 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 buff stacks. Hmm. Right, we 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 must keep going because there's so so many more cards to go. Why, uh, why is there so many more? <laughs> I mean, there are so many cards. Uh, Rummage now going from one cost to two cost. This actually was one of these ones where when I saw it, it hit me big in my soul because yeah. Gomez is one of those ones who near up every PNZ deck. I always put some rummages in because it's such a good card for draw and like for what. So I can understand why this has happened, but at the same time, I'm livid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> Yeah, it much upset. Like, Rummage is such a good card. And, uh, yeah, it going up now to that. But I can 100% understand it is such a devastating burst speed draw card. That, um, and with the right discard synergy, devastating. So, understandable. I am now thrown into another bit of upsetness. Tribunion <laughs> Populator going up from four to five. The only massive thing about this, obviously, it's a quite a big nerf to Ezreal Draven um, in terms of, like... Because they're all about getting those tri beams out, so it just means it costs a bit more. So it, it, it just it, it, it's just a little bit of a tweak to that deck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they did a pretty good job of hitting every meta deck a little bit because yeah. all mm. of the meta decks are still real. Like it's not like they've killed any decks here, except mm. 
Trundle Lissandra. Going into that, the Watcher <laughs> has now been nerfed into the fact that it now takes five cards rather than four cards, uh, which are of eight cost in order to go down to zero cost. And when it attacks, it obliterates all but three non-champion cards. So instead of obliterating the entire deck, it now leaves you with three cards. So still a little bit, still a little bit better than uh, Malachi or Tree Man, who gives you four cards. So a little bit better than that, but it's, it's a, a bit more harder to get this done. Like in terms of the fact, the fact you've got to do five. Because um, let's face it, like four was the perfect number in terms mm -hmm. of when you were trying to balance Matron with Bald Space. Yeah, yeah. Five makes it a little bit harder to work out bald space with with this, but it is like I see against it is quite a big hit to that deck, but it still is a very usable deck. I don't think like so when you said earlier that uh, the change to Nasus was the biggest change for you. Uh, I think this is the biggest change. I I think they've like I don't think Lissandra Trundle is a playable deck anymore. This isn't an effective enough win condition, and it's too hard to achieve. I like to me, like you know, like it, it still gives light to which it like it's, it's it's one of those things whereby that deck is mostly a control deck anyway. Mm, so yeah. it's like to me, like, you're right. It makes it harder, and it's not a definite win condition because before when it obliterated the deck, that was like you know your opponent's done. Whereas now it leaves them with uh, a few more turns. But like that deck, considering the fact that most of it is about, I don't know. Like, to me. I, which I still feel like that deck is usable. I'm not saying that it's at the same tier it was, but it's still like you know an okay deck. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 dis I disagree. Like, oh, disagree. <laughs> yeah, I disagree. You, you, you can 100 disagree, buddy. But I, 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 I yeah. get that. What, what I'm just saying is like, like it's, yeah. that's what I think. But obviously, yeah. it, it's it's definitely taking it off of like you know, um, Z tier. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. That you can pile forty cards together and use it, mm. I would say is the is, is as far as I'm willing to go. <laughs> Fair enough, then. Um, Sundra going up in stats to would you like a was a seven which is a seven five going up to uh, an eight six. I really want to see this card getting played more because this, like Raz of the Sundra is one of those cards where like sometimes when you just see it as like a one copy in somebody's deck, it's still a scary card. The fact that it kills the two weakest like enemies, like as long as like you know, they've killed somebody this round with how many things um what's his face like Shadow Wilds has got in terms of self killing stuff like it's one of those cards which is devastating, especially with fearsome. So I'm um, it's it's one of those I don't know whether this will make it see a little bit more play. But it, it's it's a card I'm happy got a little bit of a buff. Yeah, it was a really good seven cost, but uh, I still don't know about for eight this. cost. You think it's still yeah. a little bit too much? Uh, Dusk Rider going up in stats in terms of its attack stat is going up to three. Uh, yeah, again, just I I guess this buffs all the creation card like the the um what's his face unspeakable horror and and whatnot for if you get this card randomly. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, admittedly, there are people who do still play this card, and I guess it is powerful in a Nightfall deck where you're running that um, Until Dusk or whatever it is, the card mm -hmm. which can make it double up. Like, I guess that does actually make it a really powerful effect, but yeah, again, it's one of those things. Is it enough? Yeah, maybe. Uh, like you say, um, the the Dusk card, like, um, one one dude like got into Masters with a three of Dusk Rider, and then a bunch of other people tried to 
like it, me included, tried to copy it and it didn't feel very. It, did, it didn't work as powerfully yeah. as when they did it. But, like, but you know what? It's 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 still it's a real card. It I mean, exists. It's, it's, it's a very interesting. Like, it's one of those cards whereby like I, I want I want to make it work. Yeah. It's just making it work is one of those things. Uh, Abomination going down to uh, two health. It's actually a really big change. Oh, Let's finally. face it. Like like Shadow Elves has got such an aggressive early game with like the, their ability to like throw down the uh, Bark Beast going into Curse Keeper, going into Butcher, which then like <laughs> gives them such powerful early game. From turn two, Like if they hit that curve perfectly, basically being able to hit you with, like, what is that, 10 damage? It's free from mm-hmm. the Bark Beast, free from... like yeah, So, to have this go down from three to two is actually quite big, because it means that there are actually things that now can trade with that, because there were a lot of things that couldn't trade with the Escape Abomination. Yeah, um, yeah, I like Shadow Wiles currently has the ability to have lethal on turn two, and I just think maybe we should tone down its early game significantly. Mm. At least, yeah, because Abomination most of the time was surviving like the first trade, you'd you'd mostly be putting your trade into the butcher to kill the butcher and then letting the four damage go in. Whereas this just makes it so that you can at least like it, it makes it so that you can. Take would you take out the abomination and take the butcher hit? So it's very nice. Stalking shadows, getting it. This is what I said. Stalking shadows should have been from the start because for two mana, stalking shadows was such a devastating card. Like I, I said this upon stalking shadows release. Like that, how can you do this in terms of like for that for that cost was so devastating in terms of what you can get. You're getting a, a, a choosing a card, making two copies, like getting which it drawing it and getting an ephemeral copy of it. There was like so many devastating things that could be done with this. Uh, going up to free mana, I think makes this card fair now. Oh yeah, totally, hundred yeah. percent. Um, clock widget, so uh, clock hand going up to seven seven just makes it a little bit more like feels good for playing it for eight rather than like playing at eight and it only having four attack. Whether or not, yeah, again, it's one of those kind of cards whereby you're building a deck around putting this in. Like, yeah, most of the time, like, it's one of those things where it's not exactly a card you throw in to um, most decks unless you've got a reason for it. But still, its, it's ability of going up to 7-7 seven, seven is actually really nice. So yeah. at least it feels good when you do um, have it. We've got... Um, a 7-7 seven, seven that feels less nice. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Ross, Ross Blade, which is uh, Bloodmane, who is going up from a 6-6 six, six to a 7-7. Seven, seven. That devastating like a, ability of uh, giving all enemies minus 2 this round when it attacks forward. Like, we know how powerful that can be in like deep decks in terms of with like a, like a in terms of the other card, which does it. The depths... The, the, what is it? Terrors from below? Like, what is that card that is the Shadow Hours card, the deep one, which basically does a similar um, thing upon attack, it decreases. Oh, um, Terror of the Tides. Terror of the Tides. Yeah. Terror of the Tides. Um, yeah, so that ability of doing that, but this now has more damage. Like, it, it, make, it makes the fearsome archetype in Shurima, like, I don't, yeah, again, it's one of those things where if you're going for the early game, fearsome with, like, Elise and whatnot, whether or not this sees play, I don't know, but it at least means that that's a big finisher if you do have it. Yeah, I could... Yeah, I can foresee it. It makes your it makes your war mother's deck cooler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the war mother's deck, yeah, definitely makes that a lot like a lot cooler having this in there, like for a seven seven. So quite a nice little thing um, 
having there. Junekeeper, big change right here, like in terms of the fact that it's changed its stats around from being a 2 1 to a 1 2. Uh, still has the ability, obviously, of surviving some damage um, with its stat now changing to health rather than attack. Uh, but it does mean that that's not turn one decimate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would rather have seen this as a 1-1, one, one, but um, you know what? I mean, I think that a lot of people would have rather seen Vegas it as a 1-1. Vegas can't be one. choosers. It's still, it's, still good rally, it's still good value playing the card at the end of the day, because it's at least something that can survive damage, it can survive damage and still be um, used for trades. Um, so, we've got... So, Targon now! We're finally, we're getting there. This is the last few cards. Yeah. Um, how do you say this? Because mounting... So... Uh, so, so uh, yes. Someone's told me before, but I I just call them the Mountain Soldiers. Yes, Mounting Solo Woos. Um, yeah. They've gone up the Wizard 5 mana card. It's now gone for its base. That's been 2 5 to 4 5. So actually jumping up quite a bit on which is the attack stat. And that is the card which is the um, support grant my supported ally plus 2 plus 2. If it is support, which is the. If it has support, grant that and such. And such. It, was, it was basically the chain support card. There wasn't really seeing much love because for 5 cost, like playing like a 2 5. Most of the time, it was just like, you know, people were immediately challenging it off and so, or like, or like killing it um, when you were going forward with the unit because it didn't have the best attack stats. So I can kind of see why this has tried to make it a little bit more playable with that because it actually, you'd get that buff off probably once <laughs> like in terms of going through everyone. And mm -hmm. so potentially this gives it a little bit more of a chance to get through. So uh, we've got that. Sun Guardian going up from a... 4-3 to a 4-4. The yeah, ball. Again, the ball! This is the one which gets a plus, budget, plus 4, plus 4 uh, upon Daybreak with Overwhelm, which is like a when you're obviously playing it to do a massive attack forward with that Overwhelm. Um, after that, like I don't know whether or not that stat change is really like irrelevant, because you're doing it for the big play on, which on there. It, 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 might, it might make it a little bit more playable, but in Daybreak decks, I guess you're going for the more cheaper stuff. Yeah, we're we're reaching a critical number of daybreak cards, and yeah, <laughs> uh, if you're stunning three of your, your your opponent's three strongest units whenever you cast the five cost daybreak spell, it's like, do I really need a 10, 10 overwhelm? It's like, yeah, do I really though? This is this is very true. And then the big it, which you like a quite a big nerf here, oh, is yeah. uh, star shaping. No longer healing five; it now heals four. Uh, to see because let's face it, star shaping it was pretty much part of the Targon package. All you need to do is throw in uh, three copies of Zoe, three copies of star shaping, and uh, you're done, right? In terms of the fact that you've got a winning deck, rejoice! So, Targon decks only start on 32 health now. Exactly. So, so, which, so it's taking it down a little bit. Like sometimes that, which that one um, point of health can actually make the difference. So. We'll see. We'll see whether it's quite. We'll we'll see how much of a substantial um, nerf it is or isn't. But this is still a powerful card to play, by no mistake. Yep. Um, and then we've got Serpent. It's stat guide that this is actually quite quite a, a big one for the zero mana. It's now no longer a two one. It's now a one one because basically that used to be such good value at zero cost to have like you know a two one challenger could mostly deal with most things. So. I was really a, surprised to see this. Like, it's actually actually quite a big change that does does mean that this card is like a um, not potentially like a, a choice that you go for, right? Yeah, I like I I didn't really think they had their eyes on this card. Like, I didn't see it as a problem, but like I, I kind of get it, I guess. 
Hmm. I guess that it, it, it was one of these cards where like it was being like I, I feel that Ruben did this change himself because <laughs> he loves playing like you know, the the he loves playing like you know the um Ruben's what is it which is um, Ruben's pile deck whereby mm. like as he, as he put this in there just to try and save like so he's got the ability to save Zoe's life against it if he's being countered by it like to be able to use like pale cascade or something sure. because obviously. <laughs> Let's just say that. But yeah, no, this is, it's still quite a, a big change because that was actually like really great value of a card. So um, yeah, that going down to a 1-1. One, one. And the last, this is the last change is the Fangs going down from a 3-2 to a 2-2, two, two, which is the um, Lifesteal card. So yet again, another hit to uh, the healing capabilities of Targon. Yeah, that, that this change was so necessary. Like, yes. <laughs> drastically necessary. Hmm. So all, all of those things is yeah. So that is the thing that is we have gone through all the balance patches. That was so that was such a big thing. Quite a few oh, rebuilds. Feeling a little hoarse. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, with this podcast, I think it's the longest podcast that we've ever done. I um, think so. Yeah. I don't know whether or not people will make it through. I hope you did. If you made it through, congrats. Gomez will give you a pat on the back. Um, <laughs> if we ever meet in real life, the only other thing to note is the fact that they are adding more more champions onto Lab of Legends as well. So they're adding like you know. Um, five new champions into Lab of Legends, and um, yeah, great, Bridget, great new emotes, great new board and cards, as well as like a couple of um, like a, all, all, so already all, already the customization skins coming out for like, the two new champions immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, immediately I, 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 I think they're just going to follow the same pattern they do in League of Legends, where every champion is released with a new skin, or at least mm. I imagine that'll be like the end point. Yeah. But yeah, no, I gotta say, like, big. I'm so excited to play Runeterra this evening when this patch goes live. Like, new cards and all of these changes. Like, it's 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 really gonna shake up the game. Yeah, these um, this patch is freaking excellent. Mm. Oh, my compliments to the chef. <laughs> compliments to the chef. Yes, no, honestly, really good. I do apologize that we can't like speed run through all of those. Like, didn't really give like too many opinions. But let's face it, this has been a very long episode, so we just wanted to get through them so that. Uh, you knew them. Although, probably, let's face it, if you're listening to this, you probably have already looked at them. Um, but, yeah, it's, which is like a, it's such a great thing. Is there anything else that we need to say, or shall we? I think we've made it to the end. Yep. So, thank you so much for listening. Although the end bit did end up just being just us rabbiting through, we did give some of our opinions on some of those uh, uh, cards that got changed and whatnot. Obviously, like a uh, next one, we'll be just letting you know what it's like actually playing all of these new cards and whatnot when we've got a little bit of perspective about what's going on as well as whether or not we're going to see any like new things happen in the uh what's his face there was um lab of legends because we've got those new champions i don't know whether or not we're getting new powers with them like because obviously with new champions getting added i don't know whether or not they're gonna add new powers so we might have something to talk about as well as just our, our things on the, our experience on the ladder of this new which is this new meta. We we always have the um, unparalleled ability to talk shite. So that I'm we a... do, my friend. That we do. And so obviously, thank you so much, uh, okay, for listening. Obviously, you can catch us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Like so, if you love listening to all of these things in different ways, shapes, and forms. Those are our outlets as well as we do stream. Well, like, I, I stream. I know that Janky, you're going to get, you, you, like, now that you've got your set up in your new house. I'm back, you're baby. Gonna, you're yeah, back, baby. I'm, so, yes. Yeah. Um, the the entire moving of the house process took a good portion of a month, uh, which is about one month longer than intended. But I am standing in front of my computer in my new abode. This is the first day that I've had it, and I should be live tomorrow, I think. 
Nice. So yeah, so you can catch the links to our, uh, which is like Twitch streams and whatnot as well as um, the links to like I, I do YouTube as well. Like I don't know whether or not Janky's going to get himself back into YouTube because G- there was a point where Janky was doing YouTube. <laughs> so the options are there. But honestly, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you did and you're on YouTube or whatever platform you're listening to this to, why not hit that little follow button or heart button or whatever it is so you can catch more of this action when it goes down. Um, as I said, I go, thank you for listening. And if there's nothing else to say, then goodbye. Goodbye.